0: You know, you talk about Tuesday nights, Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, Three's Company, Heart to Heart. How about this one? NYPD Blue. What a great theme song, David Caruso. Remember we saw Dennis Franz naked in the shower? We were like, oh my God, don't ever do that again. (laughs) The show was his ass. Dennis Franz. It was a great cop show, it really was. And talking about great cop shows and great cops, we're blessed with that here in New York City. We love this guy. He's making a return appearance. He is the president of the Sergeants Benevolent Association. His name is Ed Mullins. You can follow Eddie on Twitter at SBA underscore president. Also at S-B-A-N-Y-P-D. And we like Eddie because he's got a set of balls, bottom line. And uh, he doesn't care. He hates the mayor like we do. And he hates the way the cops are treated around here. And his job every single day, guys like him and Pat Lynch, are to make sure that the police uh, get the respect that they've earned and they are treated the right way. And that's what we need to do more of in this city. So with that said, here's our good buddy, Ed Mullins. Good morning, Ed. Hello, Ed. Good morning. How are you? Well, good. It's good to have you back, uh, Ed. And uh, before we get to this Garcia story, I, I do want to say that I, you know, I'm on the trains every day, as you know, Sid, uh, on that uh, one train. And uh, they shut it down last night. And I know 1,000 officers, some MTA guys uh, as well, but mostly NYPD guys, down in those subways last night. I got to tell you, Eddie, 5 o'clock this morning. The train was on time. It was spotless. And I didn't see one homeless guy for the first time in four years on my car. So congratulations to the NYPD.
1: Well, thank you. The question now is where did all those homeless people go? Really? Well, where did they go? Uh, that's a good question.
2: Yeah, nobody knows. Uh, they need to be institutionalized. They need to be gotten off the streets. Of course, the mayor's wife blew all that money to, to treat these people. We know that and uh the, yeah they they spread out there's they they're sleeping under uh uh these these um, what do you call these? these, these scaffoldings oh, or whatever okay. under yeah, the, scaffolding. yeah, that's that's where they going, the cardboard boxes and maybe they're now they're back on the subways it's 810 now
1: maybe they're back oh, they're on. on a different train maybe they're just on a different train yeah
2: yeah, no doubt about it. So, but anyway,
1: there's is, is nowhere for them to go, and that's a big problem. The mental health in the city of New York is is failing, and you know this is not a police problem. This is a you know a social issue problem that requires uh, you know professionals to you know help get these people. Um, somewhere back on track.
0: I know, but you say it's not a that police not problem. A- I agree with you, and it would have been nice if this uh, mayor, this crook, and his dopey wife would have taken that billion dollars for Thrive and really made it work for some of these people. But being well, that they squandered the money away, we do need the cops' help now. I take the train every morning. I need your help.
1: Yeah, well, w- and, and that's what's happening. is The mayor is using the NYPD to clean up all of the crap that he's created in the last six years. And, um, you know, most of it is not policing issues, but, you know, the NYPD is probably one of the most efficient agencies in the country, Um, as dysfunctional as we are at times, it is a very efficient agency in a sense that we're out there 24-7, we get a lot accomplished, and the talent pool of the police officers is incredible, I mean, we have diverse backgrounds with all kinds of talent.
2: So, uh, Sergeant Ed Mullins from the uh, Sergeants Benevolent Association on the Bernie and Sid Show on 77 WABC, Sergeant. The, uh this uh, officer Garcia, Francisco Garcia, I mean, in the wake of the disrespect that we saw over the summer, perpetrated on this police department where they had buckets of water put over their heads. And in some cases, they actually just slunk away. This guy actually stepped up. He was put in, they're put in a tough position, obviously, to enforce this social distancing. But while they were doing what they were doing, some dude approaches the fracas that was going on. And he wouldn't listen. He wouldn't comply. He wouldn't stand back. And he actually menaces and threatens this officer, Garcia, who did the right thing. Took him down, punched him around, and said, listen, punk, when I tell you what to do, you listen to me because we got an incident going on here. That's our opinion. He should receive the Medal of Freedom. Instead, the NYPD took his gun and put him on modified duty.
1: Yeah, you know, this this, uh, incident, and I know it's all over the news, uh, I think it's been prejudged, and I, I think if we just take a step back for a half a second, and we look at, you know, the city of New York, the mayor is releasing criminals, hardcore criminals who go out and commit murders and rapes from the jail system back to the streets of the city of New York, and then he creates um, an executive order to force social distancing on the citizens of New York who are outstanding in public places, and and I get the whole pandemic thing but you cannot enforce laws that ultimately violate the Constitution. Now in this particular case, you know, they, they had a previous incident at that location. These people are known to the police officers. They were told to move. They did move at first and they came back a short time later. When they came back the second time, there was marijuana at the location and an arrest was about to be made and the female that we witnessed interferes in the arrest. Big mouth. third person who we don't really see on camera until the actual arrest uh, takes place apparently is on body camera that none of us have been able to see, including the department brass because there was a a switchover of cameras the night that this happened. But apparently this individual clenched his fist and took a step towards the police officer Garcia. Now, we're all waiting to see what the outcome is of this body camera. But if we go back a week or two, we witnessed two officers in the subway system trying to arrest an individual, and a female police officer was kicked down onto the subway track. Yes. Yep. We've seen people getting hit with buckets of water. So is the mayor and the NYPD now setting a standard that a police officer has to be hit first before they're allowed to take action? Yeah, because it, if yeah. that's what's coming out of this, No one should want to be a police officer in the city of New York. That's exactly what they're doing. We don't have the back. Yeah. We do not have the back of this mayor. He's been consistent in only one aspect of holding City hall as office, and that's being anti-police for the last
0: year. Yeah, but anyway, we've known that all these years. So I was really hoping when Jimmy O'Neill, who really disappointed me, all my friends love Jimmy, Brooklyn guy, Marine Park, great cop. He was a de Blasio stooge. And something told me when Dermot Shea took over, he was going to be the same guy. But the first week or so, he spoke a little differently, acted a little differently. I know what the mayor is. He's been the same way for six years. But the biggest disappointment for me, Eddie, is that this Dermot is Jimmy O'Neill squared. It's the same guy.
1: Well, I have to be honest, I, I am absolutely no fan of Jimmy. I he was the worst police commission I've experienced in my 38 years in the NYPD.
0: Um, you know,
1: I, I can describe him nothing less than a coward for not having the ability to stand up to the mayor. I do believe that Commissioner Shea is trying to do what's right for the cops and balance, um, you know, his position and deal with the city hall. Um, you have to realize that there's two years left in his mayor's term and I am watching very closely what occurs. But this idea of issuing orders, I mean, we have these orders coming out of Chief of Department's office. I mean, here's a guy who's Chief of Department, who was sued by the city of New York, cost him like $16 million, and he's given orders to go out and violate the Constitution, to which he was sued for, back to the RNC demonstration. Right, I remember that. So we're just following orders. And that's not a good excuse, because what happened is, the mayor leaves, the department breath leaves, and then the lawsuits start. And we've seen this happen with Scotty Park when Mayor Bloomberg was here. We've seen it happen with the RNC. They, they implement all of these orders. Then they leave, and the NYPD gets sued, and it's the cops who are behind who get blasted for it. Yeah. And it's just the wrong way to do it. This mayor is making the police the enemy of the communities. And we have spent years trying to build bridges to work with these now you decide that you're going to make us the enemy of the community. People have a right to be in the park. We, we have stores that are open where we go six feet apart. We, we, we have liquor stores where you can go to where they stand six feet apart. But you can't be out in a public place on your neighborhood street or in a neighborhood park on a beautiful day. Like, what's the end result what we're dealing with right now? You know, we keep hearing about the pandemic and people dying, dying, dying. You know. Body counts in New York City were 700, 600 a day. We know what the difference is between the people who died of coronavirus and the people who may have committed suicide, got hit by a bus, fell off a roof, got hit by a bicycle. We don't know what the average everyday body count is in New York City. So was it only people who died of corona? We, We don't have answers to this right now. And this mayor hasn't delivered those answers.
2: No, he has. He hasn't delivered a lot of things. Back to a Dermoche. at least he did say that a punch is not excessive force, but it isn't helpful when you have a guy like uh, he's the counterterrorism chief. John Miller goes on CBS News and he says that the videotape is disturbing. Now, he, he went on to say other things, but you know that the news is going to just pick up the fact that he said it was disturbing and, uh, and, and portray it in a negative light. It, that, that's not very helpful.
1: Well, listen, all of these these hierarchy brass people, they're all appointed, and they're all sucking up to the mayor. And at the end of the day, no one's calling it the way it really is. We saw what happened with Danny Pantaleo. Everyone forgets that Danny Pantaleo was sent to that location to enforce loose cigarettes by the chief of department's office. Everyone forgets that the officer who was involved in this the other night, Officer Garcia, is out there enforcing social distance. Why? Because it's coming from City Hall. We've painted his background across the newspapers that he's been sued, but we, we have no knowledge of what the prior arrests are of the people who were arrested that night. What's their criminal records, or does that not have bearing to the type of people we're dealing with? Yeah, it should. So you you have to be fair along the way, and the one thing for as much talent that this NYPD has, the one thing that we're lacking, we're lacking the balls of the upper brass to come out and defend the cops because they know exactly what these cops do on the street, but they forget where they come from. Right. And that's the mm-hmm. problem that we're yeah. dealing with every day. Oh, that's what every I person right. in the NYPD who wears a uniform all run or, or work in sector cars throughout the city of New York. We all know what it's like to handle the radio runs, answer those calls, knock on doors, you know, take tactical uh, positions in the street. But these guys all forget where they come from because they're chasing promotion, and it's just the wrong way to do it.
0: Yeah, and that's why I included Dermot saying that. I know you like, uh, and, like him more and, than Jimmy, but I think he's the same yeah, guy. That's
1: O'Neill in a nutshell.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, listen, uh, excellent job. He is the president, once again, of the Sergeants Benevolent Association. He's been great on this show now twice. Ed, Mullen, Ed, uh, Ed Mullins, I should say. Eddie, great job. Thank you so much. Thank you. Stay safe and uh, enjoy life. You too. Yeah, we'll we talk will, again. Thank we'll you, do sir. it again.